Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to the Power Your Mind podcast. I'm Julie Nygaard, host of the show. And today, as you can see by the title, we're going to be interviewing Pete Johns, who is the creator of Studio Live Today. It's a great YouTube station. Now, normally on this podcast, what we do is it's basically hypnotherapy, different hypnotherapies to help you reframe your subconscious mind to achieve goals and overcome habits. And you're probably thinking, where's the connection? Why am I interviewing this person who has this YouTube station called Studio Live Today? And the reason is that the number one downloaded podcast on Power Your Mind is How to Become an Amazing Songwriter. So I actually found Pete's YouTube station because I'm also a songwriter and I came across his video called How to Start a New Song on Your iPad or iPhone, which had over 92,000 views. And in fact, Pete has over 100,000 followers. So he's like the guru of creating music and writing songs. And he knows how to get this stuff done. And what I particularly like about his station is it's really easy to understand. So whether you're tech savvy or whether you're a beginner more like me, you're going to find some value on some of the videos that Pete has. So thank you so much, Pete, for joining us today, coming in here from Australia. Thank you, Julie. It's uh, my pleasure to be here. It's uh, great to be chatting about uh, songwriting and, and creating music. It's, it's my favorite thing to talk about. So my pleasure to be here. Yes, I was on your web or your uh, YouTube station and I saw that you have so many things that really, I mean, you're kind of a GarageBand expert, but somebody wouldn't have to necessarily use GarageBand to benefit from your songwriting techniques because you're a songwriter, you're a musician, right? You're just out there doing it as well as teaching it. Yeah, that's exactly right. My my mantra around Studio Live today is to is create, record, release. And I think that as creative folks, you know, there's the old adage that says that art is only art once it's shared. And I think a lot of folks are creating music or perhaps they endeavour to be a songwriter or make their own music, but they just don't know how. And I think the beauty part is that now in 2022 and into the future, we have the tools and the ability to do this all ourselves. And it's it's great to hear that you said it's easy to follow because that was what I wanted to really push when I first started the channel was to talk to people that maybe don't have the technical know-how or maybe don't have the experience, but definitely have the drive and the motivation. So uh, yeah, hopefully yeah, we can we can chat about some ideas that'll help some of your listeners today. Sure. I love that you said that it's really, it's great to create music, but it's mostly meaningful when it's shared with other people. And Pete has everything that you need to know. Songwriters out there, all you songwriters who listen to this podcast, I just think it's so great that like the number one podcast is how to write amazing songs. So let's get from you, like some of your top tips. What are, what are you doing? Uh, you know, what are you sharing with other people on how to create songs and how to make it easier for us? Yeah, absolutely. So there's there's, well, there's a bunch of different things here, and uh, and as you mentioned, I, I do lots of videos. We've got over two thousand videos over on the on Studio Live today, so we've covered a lot of topics. But I thought we'd go through sort of a, a handful of some of my best uh, advice, I guess, or things that I've learned along the way. And the good thing is that this will work for some people, it won't work for others. But I think with as with anything in life, and as with songwriting, everyone's different, and everyone has a different approach and can benefit from different tools and techniques and things so we'll talk about a few things um some of which are going to be a bit more technical but for the most part uh yeah things that anyone can apply whether you're using GarageBand on your phone or whether you're using your, your desktop or your mac or your pc there's there's a platform for anyone that can get started and uh yeah there's a lot of ways that you can do that and i think one thing we were chatting uh, about just beforehand that you mentioned was 
was getting started with a beat or having an idea and having your, your drum beat or your rhythm because I think a lot of people when they start out and uh, I don't know if you, you experience this, Julie, you have an idea in your head and it'll either be uh, some lyrics or it'll be a melody line or it'll be you'll be humming a tune to yourself and then you'll go and start trying to create to that tune. And I think that's super important, but I think one of the things that, that folks can benefit from is actually working out what the rhythm is and what they're actually going to be recording to. And these days with things like garage bands, you've got drums built in there. So uh, I don't know if, again, songwriters that are listening will be familiar with a metronome. And when you start recording, you hear that metronome sound that's like doot, that's not inspiring to me. That doesn't inspire me to want to create music. So I think that the number one tip I give people going in is get your drums or get some sort of rhythm in there. And even if even if your rhythm is you just tapping on a tambourine or something that you can record in, it can be completely analog, but get your rhythm down early because you can build a song around the rhythm then and you don't have to listen to that blip, blip sound of your metronome for very long. Yeah, you know, I wanted to say something about that because I I usually write these kind of mellow, sad songs but I realized that if I change up the beat, I can actually change the whole tune of like the whole feeling of the song. So let's say I'm always hearing sad, mellow songs, but I'm putting into a nice R&B beat. It, I can suddenly change the song to an R&B song. And I actually, once I figured out that that was the way for me, I'm like, I'm just going to start with a beat because then I can pick the genre and I, I kind of, the way I do it is I hear the beat, then I hear the music and then the lyrics kind of follow in behind. That's just how it works for me. I'm sure everybody has their way. But yeah, I think setting the beat and getting that vibe and staying away from the metronome because it is starched and stuffy. I mean, obviously you're going to have it when you're doing the recording, but it's not going to inspire you to think of cool lyrics. Exactly right. And it can, it, again, it can be because we live in the future, it can be easily replaced. So even if you just get a drum machine, that's just something that's a little bit funkier and a little bit cooler than just the metronome, you don't even need to have that. You can turn the metronome off. So and just have a drum track that you record to as well. So uh, and I guess that like every bit of advice, the the counter advice is also the same, which is don't get don't get sort of held up and paranoid about being right on the grid. I think that's one of the one of the challenges with recording. And um, I, I'm old enough to remember when we recorded to tape and there was no grid you couldn't see anything you hit record on a tape recorder right. and then you record it onto a track one and then you went back and you hit record again and you recorded over that so we just didn't so you really know this. just so the listeners know that video that you have how to start a new song on your ipad or uh, iphone he that's the first thing that Pete talks about is the beat and he literally sets up the beat in like a minute and so if you don't yeah. know how to do it <laughs> just go to that video it's really great because it's like boom you just know how to do it and there's you know so setting up a beat would be number one. How about another one? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so you're setting up your beat. Um, something, and funnily enough, I've just been doing today on the channel, like I was, I was running a bit late for Julie because I was doing a live show today, is um, doing a short song. So I think one of the the things, and, and I know that you probably talk about this on your podcast a lot, but from the, the psychological side of it, is it's easy to get overwhelmed by large things, by large projects and large things that are looming over you. And a song can feel like a really large thing. When you think about it and you sit down to write a song and you're like, I need to write a verse and then a chorus and then a verse and then a bridge and then another verse and then a final chorus and then a coda, that can get really overwhelming. So focusing on writing a really short song can actually work well. And, and what I say to folks is if you are completely blocked, just do an eight bars. So again, if it, for people that are musically inclined, you'd know what sort of bars are, bars or measures. It's 
It's just like a four bar beat, one, two, three, four. Do eight bars of that and just create a hook or create a chorus or create a theme or create a melody or just create something, but give yourself that limitation because I think one of the challenges that folks have when they start writing songs is because opportunities and ideas are limitless, anything that is unlimited can actually be quite easy to get overwhelmed by. So having that focus to just say, hey, instead of worrying about where this is going to, let's write eight bars. And you'd be surprised at A, how good that will sound once you actually get it done, and B, how often that can progress into a full song. That can be the idea that can be the chorus, and then you can build around that. So it doesn't have to be linear, and you don't have to boil the ocean. You don't have to do everything at once. You can take it, chunk it down, and take it step by step. I need to listen to that advice because I'm always trying to write the whole song. But I mean, I have a real job. So I try to do my music in the morning and the time's up. You can't do music anymore. (laughs) It'd be great if I could just feel like part of it was finished. Actually, I know songwriters that they write as they go. Like they'll do they'll do their verse. Boom. And then they might leave for a couple of days and then they come back and do their chorus. So I think, you know, really, I guess, however it works for people, that's the bottom line. Right. Absolutely. Spot on. So, yeah, don't don't be overwhelmed. What other tidbits uh, of wisdom? <laughs> well, one of the things that, again, we were talking about this, and I know it was great that you said, you know, you, you saw my videos and things were very simple. And I think sometimes folks think that you need a lot of expensive and shiny gear to create good music. And the reality of it is these days, if you've got a mobile phone, which most people do, a smartphone, chances are that there's a recording app on there. On on iPhone and on iPads, there's GarageBand. There's something called BandLab that you can use if you're on a Chrome or a a Samsung, Android's what word I was looking for. Uh, Or if you're on your Mac or your PC, there's heaps of options to create music for free. And you can actually use your earbuds. So people just think, I don't have a microphone, I don't have proper headphones, I don't have studio studio speakers, how do I actually record? If you just plug in your pair of earbuds, pretty much every set of earbuds these days has a little microphone attached to it. That plugs into your device. You've got yourself a microphone and you've got yourself headphones. And I've actually recorded a lot of vocal parts and guitar parts that made it to the final version of songs, even though I have the studio gear that I've just recorded because there's something about just grabbing that idea and grabbing whatever you have, using the microphone on your phone, using a pair of headphones that can just get that sound in the moment. And sometimes even with the best gear in the world, you can't recapture that. And I've got a saying that I say on the channel a lot, which is that a really good song recorded in a really good studio is great. A really good song recorded on your phone is great. A crappy song recorded in a million dollar studio is still a crappy song. So it is less about the actual gear Boom, that you're yes. using and more about the actual song. So don't be afraid. And, and again, I, my, my bottom line with this is use what you have now to create. So don't. Yeah. it's easy to use the excuse of I don't have the gear or I don't have the knowledge. Well, guess what? You can acquire the gear later and the knowledge and the experience is only going to come by starting. Everyone starts at zero. So just get started. Just start creating with whatever you have right now. I think that's true. Sometimes ideas are just going to, they're fleeting, right? You might think of them, you're mm-hmm. driving in your car, you're out running or whatever, and suddenly they're they're gone. You could even like at least record it into the recording thing of your phone and then later at least do some kind of a musical recording with it as well. So exactly. I, I'm all for that. And in, in fact, even in the podcast, you know, the How to Become an Amazing Songwriter podcast, I put it in there during the subliminal reframing to take the time to write down the ideas when they come to you, because you can have ideas uh, all day long, but if you don't write them down or if you don't record them, they're gone. (laughs) It's like they're only available to certain people and the people that are going to do something with them are the ones that are going to make it happen. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm, I've joked with my wife about this in the past, but I want to invent a shower voice recorder because that seems to be where everyone gets their best ideas. So there just needs to be a big red button in everyone's shower that they just smash whenever they have a good idea and they can record it and that goes into the cloud to their phone or wherever because that seems to be the thing that you're just there and you're, oh, wow, I really should try doing this. Or here's a really great idea for a lyric. And then five minutes later, you're like, oh, what, what was that again? So uh, there you go. Well, there must be something like that, right? Like a record in the shower button, boom. <laughs> oh, I got it's this. Got, it's got to be out there. You're in there. <laughs> I love that. Well, yeah, the cool, the cool thing is these days, if you've got like an Apple Watch even, you can record on your watch. Right. So I had a song idea the other day and I had my, didn't have my phone with me and I'm like, hang on a minute, I've got a voice recorder on my watch. Like we're, for, for better or worse, sometimes we're surrounded by things that we can record ourselves with. But uh, yeah, just, just get those ideas down. It doesn't matter if they're not fully formed. In fact, it's better if they're not fully formed because some of those raw ideas are what turns into the, the final finished product anyway. So I think you had a video too on ideas, how you get ideas, like yes. for, for lyrics. Cause I think some people are like, you know, just sitting there going, okay, I need to write a song. I need to write a song. I don't think like for me, it doesn't happen that way. I always hear the music and then I hear the story behind the music. I, it's just interesting. How, what's your technique? Yeah, so I've, I've, I've shared a couple of times and it's, it's one of the things that's kind of changed things for me is using a technique called speed thinking. And I, I learned about this first sort of in the business, in the corporate world, where you, you'd sit down and you'd have a session and you'd be trying to solve a problem uh, within your business and you'd do a speed thinking session, which involves putting a timer for 60 seconds, having the theme or the concept, and then getting as many ideas down, either on a pad and pen or on the notes app on your phone or using post-it notes can work really well as well. And just just getting as many ideas down as possible within that 60 seconds because what that tends to do is taps into the non-judgmental part of your brain you just you're just focusing purely on getting information out there and getting ideas out there rather than processing and criticizing and maybe going oh that's okay but maybe it's not the best idea so the version of this for songwriting is yes be thinking for songwriting which is you get an idea and I'd say to people if you're stuck look around your room I can look around here right now and I can see oh there's a uh, there's a light over there there's a lamp in the corner of my room so now I'll just go right lamp is my title lamp is my theme 60 seconds on the clock go and you go all right uh, lamp light lightning light bowl what about thunder what about weather uh light outside what about dark what about cloudy what about stormy stormy weather what happens when it's stormy weather you need to take your umbrella uh umbrella ella ella see that's what that's how we did it get yourself your song just like that uh, but no it, it is it's a really cool way because at the end of 60 seconds you'll have 10 15 20 items written down and they'll all connect together and then your brain will sort of mix them together and go, oh, actually, if I take this part and this part and this part, maybe I can write a song about that and about experiences. So that works really well. You can either do it inside or what I love to do is go for a walk. I'll just go for a walk and at a random time I'll just stop myself and look around and go, right, what's my word? And then just grab that and do my 60 seconds. And then, yeah, a lot of, a lot of cool songs. I wrote a song called Summer uh, uh, and it was because I was walking outside and it was raining. And I was looking at this rain and I'm just going, oh, okay, man, I wish it was summer. I wish it wasn't raining. And then I just sort of sat down and went, okay, that's that's the theme. My theme is summer, but it's all the things that I miss about summer. And then I did my 60 seconds and that turned into a song. So it's a, it's a great technique for, for breaking that mental block that you can sometimes get when you're sitting down and just like, I just want to write something. You do, do you do like verse, verse, chorus, you know, verse, verse, bridge? How do you, do you have a system or do you just kind of let it flow? 
Uh, pretty pretty much let it flow. Um, I think if, if you're stuck with things, uh, verse chorus, like the reason that 90% of songs are verse chorus, verse chorus uh, is because that structure works well. Uh, and that, that'll work well for, for a lot of folks when they're starting out to, to do it. It's kind of like most things in life. It's a good idea to learn the rules and learn the patterns that work for most people so that when you break them, you know what you're doing. So I think, yeah, most of my songs will be an introduction, some sort of melodic or, or instrumental introduction for four or eight bars, and then a verse, and then a chorus, and then a verse, and then a chorus, and then a verse, and then a final chorus. Uh, and how long they are tends to be you know, dependent upon how much content there is there. But uh, I, I kind of like shorter songs these days, and I think a lot of, um, depending whether you're writing music for yourself and you, your songwriting is for you, or whether you want to actually get it out there and you know become popular or famous or whatever it is, uh, that shorter tends to be better these days. And, and a lot of modern songwriting techniques, you probably notice if you listen to the radio, it's like bang and they're into the song. It's almost like the introduction to a song has almost been forgotten. Whereas I come from the old school way where I love really nice long Hotel California style introduction. <laughs> so you really have to, I think, capture people's attention right away. And so you're saying short. What is short to you? Are we talking two to three minutes, three to four minutes? Well, yeah, most are between three and four minutes. A lot of uh, pop songs, like popular songs, are between three and four minutes these days. They don't tend to have bridges, bridge, uh, bridge in songwriting. And if you're not familiar with, with bridges, uh, a bridge is basically a change up, a variation from both the verse and the chorus. So uh, I like bridges again, but they they have sort of gone away a little bit more. Uh, and Often uh, songs these days don't tend to have a lot of key changes. It's, if anything, songwriting has become simpler, which I think is actually a good thing. It's, it's removed the barrier to entry because you don't need to know about modulation and chord changes and tempo changes and ramping up and down and speed because a lot of songs these days are written in 4-4 four, four time. That's your basic one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four that you'll hear. And a lot of songs are written in a very basic verse, chorus, verse kind of structure. And they're usually quite short. They're usually, the, the hook, which is usually part of the chorus, is the thing that's either said at the very start, which is what hooks people in, or they get to that chorus, that hook section pretty quickly. So in terms of if you want to write modern music and I guess popular music, that's a couple of ideas to keep in mind. So. I, one of the ways that I get ideas for songs, going back to the idea part, is uh, I listen to my friend's stories. I don't know, do you ever do that? Or you always do, or do you have your technique with the 60s? So like, for example, one of my friends had to go uh, away because he got called into service and he left his little kids at home and he was trying to explain to me how the kids didn't understand what was happening. And mm. I just thought that that was such a great song so I wrote this song called wish I could rock you to sleep on my shoulder because and I don't want to see you when you're older I need you now you know and it's just like mm. it wasn't even my idea <laughs> he's just telling me oh my gosh you know what my my two-year-old just doesn't even understand what's happening here and so I just kind of like jumped into his life and I thought what is it you know what would it be mm. like to be in this situation and I kind of wrote from his perspective do you ever do that uh yeah, definitely. And that's actually a really great point because a lot of people that I talk to about songwriting, especially younger folks, when they're starting out with songwriting, they'll say to me, Pete, I don't, I don't do anything. I go to work and I come home and I don't, I don't have any experiences. I can't write songs about me because I'm not interesting enough. 
And first of all, I usually say that's not true. I'm sure you have a heap of things you can write about that you're just not thinking about. But uh, a, a technique actually, um, Ben Folds, who's a, a fantastic musician and songwriter, uh, I, I went to a, a session with him once where he was talking about this and people said, people often say to him, man, you, you must have led like this really, you know, emotional roller coaster life. And he's like, no, 80% of my songs are not written about me. They're written about characters that I create. Uh, but those characters are actually quite often based on real situations or people or things that I know about. And then the other thing that you mentioned that, that I use a lot is because um, I like to sort of go outside and walk around and do a bit of people watching. And it can be the most interesting thing because if you're watching someone, you know, not, not to be judgmental of that person or anything, but most of us do this in our heads where we're like, I wonder I wonder what she's doing. I wonder who he is and I wonder what that person's doing with that. So making up a story instead of it just being you know, for gossip's sake or for, for whatever you want to do, using that as a as an impetus for characters in a story that can be what can create your song and it's, it's great to do because if you're really bored you know, if you're out somewhere and you've got nothing to do for half an hour you're waiting for your friend at a cafe just look around and see the interactions that are happening and yeah create yourself your own little soap opera and turn it into a song that can be fun yeah and i'll just jump into somebody else's skin and even the news yeah. like if you skim the headlines and then be like okay what would it be like if i had experienced that so what i think is interesting is for the people that are out there listening thinking same thing I can't write because I haven't had enough experience but there are so many experiences to be had and it's like identifying with somebody going through that experience you can still sing it from the eye like you know this happened to me but it doesn't have to happen it's music right it can be interpreted however you want all right any other uh, little tidbits of information that we are missing that's critical that you have on your list Oh, there's so many, but uh, we could go on for hours, but uh, I'm conscious <laughs> that uh, you're on a podcast format. People like to, to be able to consume it. Uh, yeah. no, there's a couple more final things, and they're kind of related, so I'll probably just mention these last couple of okay. things. One is one is to um, to write a bad song. Uh, I know that sounds a bit strange, and when people when I say that to people, they're like, what do you mean write a bad I don't want to write a bad song, but just write the, the cheesiest, poppiest, most mainstream song that you can think of. Just write in a genre that you don't actually like. If you don't like country and western, write a really cheesy country song about a guy who's lost his truck or whatever you want to do with that or just <laughs> whatever it is. Just be completely cliched down the line because it's kind of cathartic. You can get it out of your system and you can just create. And weirdly enough, you'll actually be quite surprised at how good some of these things can turn out. I, I did this once where I just wrote the the cheesiest uh, you know, 2000s punk rock song and I'm just like, I'm just going to write a song like about this. I'm gonna, I asked my daughter, I said, what do I write this song about? She's like, write about goats. Dad. I'm like, okay, I'm going to write a song about goats. And I wrote this song about how goats have it easier than people. And that was the, the premise of it. It seemed ridiculous. It's two and a half minute pop punk, uh, pop punk song. Actually, probably my most popular song of all time. So it is weird that you can do that. You can just go into something with it. I'm just going to do this for fun. And I think that's the key. It kind of leads me to the final thing, which is that music creation should be enjoyable. Uh, music creation should be fun and you should enjoy doing it. Yet sometimes, you know what, it, you're tapping into emotions or you're, you're, you're hitting people in the feels and it cannot, or it doesn't always have to be happy music or happy songs. You can sort of drive emotions in other ways. But if you're doing it as something, uh, as, a, as an outlet or something to be creative or something to enjoy, there's got to be enjoyment. There's got to be fun with it. So that's something I try to, I try to sort of preach over on Studio Live today, which is if you're making music, I say this to my children, in fact, I'm like if you're doing something that you're supposed to be enjoying and you feel worse after you've started than you did before, 
you may have picked the wrong hobby. You may need to try and think of doing <laughs> something else. And that doesn't mean doing something else forever, but I know people that are just, you know, pushing themselves through. They're like, I've got to get this song done, but it's, it's driving me crazy. I'm hating it. I'm like, why don't you go for a walk? Why don't you go to your local cafe and have a coffee and a piece of cake and then just, just disconnect for a while. Go play a video game if that's your jam, whatever it is, because doing that refreshing and coming back fresh again can actually help. And the, the worst thing you can do with something like songwriting is push too hard. Yeah, sometimes you have to just grit your teeth and, and get through. But if you do that all the time and you find that it's having an impact on your own mental health and well-being, then you do need to take a break from it. It doesn't have to be forever, but a little break and a little time doing something else, you'll be surprised at how fresh you are when you come back and the ideas will flow. Um, like we talked about before, the ideas come when you least expect it. So sometimes when you're really forcing it and trying to push through and get an idea, it won't come. The second you go take the dog for a walk, then that's when the idea comes. Got your voice recorder, got your phone with you, get the idea down, right. you can come back. I think your audience can feel too when it's pushed as well. So I thank you so much for sharing all these great songwriting techniques. And I, I have to say that one of the reasons that I write songs is for connection. I do feel like sometimes when you listen to a song, you feel like that songwriter wrote that song for you. And it could maybe help mm. get you through a tough time. And you realize, wow, we're, we're not alone. Somebody's talking to me through music. And I, I've heard that so many times with different music, right? Even other musicians, famous musicians saying people call me all the time or text me and they're like, wow, your song really got me through this tough time. Thank you so much for helping me hang on. And so that to me is a meaning, meaningful in music, not just, um, you know, not just for expression, but to help other people, you know, get through things as well. Absolutely. Yeah, no, and I think um, not, not to date the podcast too much, but um, yeah, the last couple of years have obviously been super challenging for a lot of folks, but um, yeah, the number yeah. of people that I've said, hey, the ability to create music and the ability to be able to just keep going and have a community and have connection with people, exactly what you said, has been what's been able to get them through. And uh, yeah, the, the one thing that all of us have been able to do for the last few years is write songs and, uh, and record and, and be I in our studio. <laughs> So for everybody who's that. out there listening, don't forget to check out Pete's YouTube station. It is called Studio Live Today. It's amazing. And remember, you don't need very much gear to be able to create extraordinary music and share it with people and get it up, get your music out there. And uh, I will catch you on the next episode. Thanks for tuning in to Power Your Mind podcast today. <laughs>